Let me ask you a question. What is the purpose of salvation? What is the number one goal of Jesus coming to this earth and paying for our sins? You know, if you were the typical Christian, you'd probably say something like, well, it's to get your sins forgiven. So that you wouldn't go to hell. But did you know that that's not actually the truth? I know that may sound like heresy to some people. I'm not saying that Jesus didn't pay for our sins, and I'm not saying that it's not important. But let's look at the Word of God, what Jesus said Himself. And you need to find out what the real purpose, the number one goal of Jesus coming to this earth was all about. In John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him would not perish but have everlasting life. I want to tell you that the church as a whole I'm not talking about every church but I'm saying religion has basically put a period after the shall not perish. That the reason that Jesus came was so that you shall not perish, period. And they basically have taught, I even did this when I first got started, I used to pan, hand out tracts that said, repent or else. Turn or burn. And we have made the gospel message just about you getting your sins forgiven so that you will go to heaven instead of going to hell. But that's not what this says. It says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Let me say it this way. If you came to the Lord and got your sins forgiven, but you didn't enter into what the Bible here is calling everlasting life, then you would miss the entire purpose of salvation. Here's another way of saying it. Is that sin was simply a barrier that stood between us and the everlasting life that God wanted us to have. And so it did have to be dealt with. Jesus did come and die for our sins 
Ebyecho chali no kubanga chikolebwa ako chechileta Yesu nafa kulwebi bibya fe. Make a full payment and remove that barrier. Asasulo mutango ogujude ajewecho chali chitukugira. But what good is it to remove the barrier? Mugasochi okujjawo muziziko. If you don't take advantage of what God intended after that barrier is removed. Gobanga gwe tofunye muganyuro gwecho katonda che yagendirira okujjawo omuziziko ogwo. The real purpose of your salvation is to enter into everlasting life. And if God could have given you everlasting life without dealing with your sins and dealing with your eternal destiny in hell then he would have done it. Because the real goal was everlasting life. And it just so happened that in order to obtain the goal, your sins had to be forgiven. But for us to say that the forgiveness of sins and going to heaven instead of hell is the goal of salvation is grossly incorrect. And some people think, well, everlasting life, that's what it's all about, is going to heaven. No, because look at this scripture. It says in 1st John chapter 5, verse 13, it says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Also in John chapter 3 verse 36 it says he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life but the wrath of God abideth on him. Those scriptures make it very clear that everlasting life isn't something that starts when you die and go either to heaven or to hell. But it says we have everlasting life right now the moment you believe. So everlasting life is not living forever. Let me make a radical statement here. Hitler is living forever. Mussolini is living forever. And you could go down the list and name any tyrant that you want to name. They all live forever. Nobody ceases to exist at death. The word death doesn't literally mean ceasing to exist. That's the way most people interpret it. But the word death, as used in a scriptural sense, is separation. When it says that we were dead, 
dead in our trespasses and sins. You weren't dead. But even your spirit wasn't dead. It was still existing and functioning. But it was functioning independent of God. So the scriptural meaning of the word death is separation. When we are dead in our sins, that means we are separated from God. We are living a life independent from God. When a person dies physically, it means that their body and their uh, their soul and their spirit separates from their body, but they continue to exist. And for every person, there will be a time that our physical body will be resurrected and reunited with our soul and our spirit. And then we will spend eternity in either heaven or hell dependent upon our choices that we made about Jesus. But separation is what death is all about. It doesn't mean that you cease to exist. So nobody ceases to exist. Everybody is going to live forever. Some people would say, well, eternal life is living forever in heaven versus living forever in hell. But again, these scriptures say that eternal life is something that has taken place now. Let me show you what Jesus said eternal life is. In John, it says that he was the author of eternal life. And so in John chapter 17, verse 3, here is the author of eternal life defining exactly what he's speaking about. He said in John 17, 3, and this is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Eternal life is knowing God. And some people may think, that's all it is. It's just knowing God. Well, I know God. Well, do you really? There's a difference. There are different words used in the Bible for knowing. One just refers to information. Facts. But this is referring to knowing God 
in an intimate, close, personal way. As a matter of fact, the New Testament was written in Greek. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And the Hebrew counterpart to this New Testament Greek word for no. It literally means sexual intercourse. And it was used that way. For instance, in uh, Genesis chapter 4, it says that Adam knew his wife Eve and that she conceived and bare Cain and then bare Abel and then Abel and Cain, well, Cain knew his wife and that she conceived it's talking about Knowing in a scriptural sense is talking about intimacy, closeness. So this is what it's saying is that eternal life is knowing God in an intimate, close, personal way. And this is the goal of salvation. The Lord wanted you in close, intimate, personal relationship with him. And that's the reason that he sent his son and he paid for your sins to remove the sin barrier so that we could enter in to a close, intimate, personal relationship with God. That's what salvation is all about. And that doesn't just take place when you die and go to be with the Lord in heaven. That is something that is intended for us right now. So if a person was to come and acknowledge that God existed and ask God to forgive them of their sins so that they wouldn't go to hell. But then they don't go ahead and enter into this intimacy with God. Then they really, sadly to say, are missing out on the real purpose of salvation. Salvation isn't just for the sweet by and by. It's also for the rough now and now. And God wants you to know him in an intimate, close, personal way. Failure to make this the goal of salvation. 
is the cause of many problems in the church today. Because we've got people that they came to the Lord because they were fearful. Their life was falling apart. And in desperation, they cried out so that they wouldn't go to hell. Maybe they were the doctor told them they were going to die and as they began to start considering where am I going to spend eternity in heaven or hell? Their purpose, their goal of salvation was to get an assurance that they would go to heaven instead of to hell. Once they get that, their goal has been satisfied and that's the reason that many people after they get born again become just a nominal Christian because that was only their goal. Their goal was just to get an insurance policy against hell. But that is not the true Christian life. That's not the way that God wants you to exist. This also is the reason it's so hard to get people to come to church sometimes. Because once they get the assurance that they're going to heaven, that's what was preached to them. Repent of your sins. Believe on Jesus so you won't go to hell. Once you get an assurance that you aren't going to hell, why go to church? Well, if you understand that the purpose of salvation isn't to get your sins forgiven and not go to hell, even though that's wonderful. If that's all there was to salvation, that would be more than we deserve and it would be enough to still rejoice about. But the real goal of salvation is to know God in an intimate, close, personal way. And if you understand this, getting your sins forgiven, getting saved is not the final result. It's just the beginning. Of a brand new life with the Lord. Intimacy with God to where God becomes your best friend. Where God walks and talks with you every day and fellowships with you. And that's what God wants for you. This is the goal of salvation. And I pray that if you haven't yet made Jesus your personal Savior, you will do so, but not stop. Stop there. Go on into eternal life, into personal relationship with God.